Welcome to the Questions for the Sages podcast. I'm Michael Scherer. I consider Anand Das to be a mentor and a friend. We sat for a very nice talk. This is the last episode of 2017, and he and I discussed what we hope for next year. You can hear the Questions for the Sages podcast on questionsforthesages.com, the Questions for the Sages Facebook page, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Thanks to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this podcast possible. Welcome to the Questions for the Sages podcast. I'm Michael Scherer, and today I'm very happy to be speaking with Ananda Das. Mike, thank you very much for having me here, Hare Krishna, and uh, wish you all the success. Let's thank see you. how we can do it. Thank you. And and this is a special podcast. Uh, this is the last um, Questions for the Sages podcast of the year 2017. Mm-hmm. So the next episode you can look for in 2018. But I thought that... Um, you would be a very nice person to wrap up the year with. And it, you know, I've interviewed uh, probably like 45 people here on the, on the, on the grounds uh, or people that I've met and ran into here on the temple grounds. It's been very sort of enriching and fun. And um, I plan to continue. So I plan to continue in 2018. Um, but also uh, I want other people here to know who you are. Uh, I think many people have probably seen you, uh, but they don't really know who you are. So uh, maybe we could just talk a little bit about where you're from. Sure. Uh, my name is Arvind Patel. I'm born in uh, India, Gujarat state. Uh, I got my education as a, a civil engineering graduate from uh, Baroda MS University. And after graduating there, I came to United States uh, in a grad school. I complete my grad school here at Master of Science in Engineering, Civil Engineering. And uh, since uh, 69, I've been working here as a professional. Uh, my background from, uh, I'm from the village, small village. Hmm. Uh, my family was farming community, in a, in a farming community. The what, so we are the basically what, farming, farming community. Oh, okay. So we are basically farmers, you know. Yeah. So uh, Krishna has been so nice to me that he gave me good parents. Mm. Village was very good, very spiritual village. A uh, lot of uh, recitation of uh, Mahabharata, Bhagavatam, uh, and very festive village. And uh, with Krishna's grace, uh, you know, as I said, uh, we have a lot of spiritual program there. And with Krishna's grace, gave me a good education. Hmm. And I'm in America for the last 50 years. And uh, I've been to quite a few places. Around I always, yeah, I always like ISKCON since 68. So I, I'm very fond of uh, ISKCON. ISKCON has a very good to offer, a lot of nice I mean, philosophy. Hmm. So as I said, I'm in Washington DC, I'm here since 84. You said you uh, have been involved in ISKCON since 68, and, and you moved here in 69? I moved in 68, and I've been uh, working since 69, and in 69 I used to go to Detroit Temple. The Detroit Temple? Yeah, it was a very small house. Uh-huh. And uh, I wasn't really fully tuned in, but uh, those days there was only kind of temples we can uh, hear about Krishna or, you know, Indian so, philosophy. So when you came here, the, the Hare Krishna temple, there weren't, weren't a lot of choices from what you had come from. Right. So uh, by default, you kind of went to the Hare Krishna temple. Right. You know, and uh, as I said, uh, after another two years, one of my friends, he became a full-time Krishna devotee, very good friend of mine. Uh-huh. And he's still he's, uh, in a moment, uh, initiating uh, Guru and... Uh, uh, after that, I went to Chicago. I used to go to Chicago Temple once a while. I wasn't really totally dedicated, but my heart was with Krishna. And uh, 
So, and I always like that. Those are, those, those, there are the only uh, temples we have, only Iskand temples. You know. And you said you, you weren't totally dedicated, no, no. but are you now? Of course. Yeah? Yes. So something has changed I, in yes. that regard. I, for, since 84, uh, slowly, slowly, I got to know the more philosophy, serving nice, nice devotees, senior devotees. Uh, and since they engaged me in the Krishna service, uh, my heart got softened up. I had more interest in learning about the philosophy, serving the devotees, you know, and uh, I just am very, very fond of my Radha Madan Mohan, just mm. since I'm 84 here, you know. Yeah, and I, I should have, say that when you say you're very fond of Radha, Radha Madan yeah. Mohan, you're talking about the two main deities in yeah, the temple yeah, here. Right. So, yeah. And uh, so as I said, uh, last 30 years I have a lot of association of good, good devotees, mm. lot of opportunity Krishna gave me to serve in so many different ways. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm still here. Yeah. And uh, in due process, I got initiated. A lot of my family members are congregation member here, you uh -huh. know, and uh, they are all good people and uh, they are helping in a mission, you know, and it's a very, very joyful life here, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, pretty satisfied, you know, yeah. what Krishna gave me, uh, not money-wise, but also a good uh, a spiritual atmosphere, culture and opportunities. Yeah, yeah. So. I have, yeah, and I have the sort of same appreciation for yeah. the community. Yeah, yeah. You know, it is a nice place to be. So. How different is it, what goes on here, with what would go on in India? Like, is this, is this sort of a, a unique thing, or, or is this representative of what goes on in India? Well, whatever goes on in India is, is basically a little bit, I won't say diluted, but it is distracted a little bit. It is what, what a little bit? Distracted from the distracted. original philosophy. Okay. Because in Bhagavad Gita, opportunity is given to anybody, believer, not believer, low, low learner, high learner, very high learner. Oppor everybody has options, you know. Opportunity? Yeah, opportunity. Everybody has For options. Yeah. To serve Krishna any shape or form or uh, pursue a spiritual life. You know, like in India, people believe in a lot of God and goddesses. Mm -hmm. uh, that is also been, you know, mentioned in the Gita. That if you don't do nothing, at least that one is good, you know. That at least you are attesting that there is somebody supreme, you know. Mm. So in India, uh, of course, the Krishna is a supreme. Everybody believes all Krishna is a supreme. But there are watered down things throughout the, you know, society. There, mm -hmm. there are so many denominations, there are so many beliefs, you know, yeah. but they're all spirit related to spiritual, uh, you know, progress, basically. Do you think that uh, that that's fragmentation, if I can call it that, that goes on in India, do you think that that will start to happen uh, with ISKCON here in America just because it's built into the Indian way of worship? This sort of, the, the, the branching out into various uh, uh, denominations and sects and things. In in, in we talk about it as a Kiskan as a society. Yeah. Well, I think if everybody follows the Prabhupada instruction and put away their own uh, uh, false ego, uh, then I think it will not fragment. Okay, but I can we can I think we can both agree that that won't happen. Uh, everyone will not put away their false ego and follow Prabhupada's instructions. I don't think we can move forward expecting that to happen. Well, you know, in a, some way it might happen to a little bit here in the Nixon dance, you know, a little bit. But I don't think it will affect the movement as overall because Prabhupada had taught the movement in such a way that he has given everybody ample opportunity to serve Krishna without getting in each other ways, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But if somebody wants to acclaim himself rather than being a servant, then there could be some problem. Yeah. You know? yeah. But otherwise, uh, there are so much uh, opportunity for everybody serving Krishna, so many different ways. Uh, so, uh, as I said, there is ample opportunity for everybody. Just like you are taking my interview right now, you know, uh, and it is also Krishna's service, you know. Yeah. 
you know it's not like a traditional krishna service but this is unique krishna service you know how, how special is this con uh, when i the international society for krishna consciousness the 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 uh, acronym is iscon how special is iscon compared it's, it's, to it's plans? very special very unique and philosophically it is very fundamentally true you know and uh, uh, it at the same time it gives everybody opportunity to scrutinize it and find whether it is true or not or whether uh, whatever they believe is whether they agree to it or not you know and uh, uh, other ways like a, there are some shortcoming or different ways somebody can relate the sort other way like any different philosophy christianity muslim or even in 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 hinduism there are so many factions you know they can all go through and look through the bhagavad gita and prabhupada teachings and everything they'll figure out that they have their way but they are at a certain step at in a spiritual progress so they are all leading to the same place but you know so that way it's very unique you know well, but but from an from an outsider and and you know i this podcast is sort of reaching out to people who don't know what the hari krishnas are or what iskon is and what it sounds like you're saying is that all the other religions have sort of an essence but they all converge where we are yes but sooner or later that's a that's a pretty bold claim you know and i'm sure that people from other traditions and and denominations will not agree with that they'll say well we're obviously ahead of you you know in the in the jockeying for position like well obviously you know you're not you're not the central thing like you're a periphery you're yeah. you're outside the yeah but the thing is ultimate goal of all the philosophy or religious path is you want to be happy you have to be peaceful you know those are the only two criteria for the human being to be happy you know or uh, that's a happiness index so whenever you follow either whatever way you want to path but when you find yourself happiness and peacefulness then you know the water path you are following is correct mm. so it's like a uh, 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 you know testing the pudding you know if you test well, the pudding you know what the pudding is well let know? me ask you something the um if happiness and peacefulness are the measures of sort of the uh viability of a religious system can we just randomly select people take their blood pressure and and find out what the best religion is because they're the most peaceful if they have a low blood blood pressure well well i i, I think uh, when you talk about that one i would say uh entire world is run by the true gunas satgun rajagun tamagun whether uh, whether muslim christian or hindu or jain or buddhist they've been all controlled by these three gunas based on the guna they are acquiring and following through you know uh their mental makeup is decided and because of that you can relate to the blood pressure you know and for outsiders i just want to refer them to what what's a good chapter of the bhagavad gita if they want to learn about the gunas i think there is there is a chapter of, i think 14, 15 or 16 it says the three gunas yeah one of those so, no, yeah, so yeah, for yeah. more information about yeah, yeah. the sort of what you're talking about yeah. that would be the place a place to look is either 15 or 16 chapter 15 yeah, yeah, or 16 yeah. of, the, of the gita yeah but you're saying that these these um these three gunas affect uh or basically well the entire world is composed of them including religions and including yeah, yeah. but but what about iskon why well, iskon is also affected by those three guna and uh as a human being as a being in a part of the material world uh our ultimate goal is to be in a satva guna you know i mean that's what krishna goodness. more of goodness at least as a human being yeah. whether you want to be liberated or not still if you want to be liberated you have to be in a mode of uh, sattva guna i mean mode of goodness from that you the you get the capability of your mind where you can discriminate what is right what is wrong mm-hmm. you know uh how the body is acting how the senses are acting how the material nature is acting on you and uh, 
what are the consequences, what are the results, what are the activities, fruits are and all that thing. That way you can make a discrimination. Finally, at the end, you will realize that even a Sattva Gun, you will leave the Sattva Gun and you go to the pure Sattva Gun. You know, Which isn't really uh, one of the good yes, but When yeah. you say pure Sattva Gun, you're actually, it's not Sattva Gun. It's, 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 some, it's not even a Guna. No, it's a, it's a Nirguna. Nirguna means it's everything for Krishna. Every <laughs> okay. activity crowns for Krishna. Okay. That is called transcendental. Transcendental goodness or, you know, that's called transcending even a regular material. Well, well you're, you're, you're transcending all three gunas. Right. So you're not. No, right. It sort of implies right, that right. none of them apply. Right, right. But as a, as a, if you want to be in a materialistic life, uh-huh. and if you want to be happy, and if you want to have a future progress, Sotva Guna is recommended for everybody. Well, um, to what extent are you born with a certain combination of these Gunas, and to what extent can you change it after you're born? Depending on your previous karma and activity, in those activities you have performed under certain gunas, you know, either sure. okay. And based on those gunas, you have got the body, which is a fruit. And yeah. through the body, you're going to enjoy or suffer whatever you have accrued before through your activity. But these gunas are, as a, as a human being, it's not permanent on you. You can change from this point on onward, then you can rework the whole thing. You know? So you're saying that uh, you can change yes, your change your mix. Yes, sure. You can change the amount of ignorance. You can or, change or the passion. amount of passion yes. or the amount of goodness yes. that composes your whole being. Yes. Uh, but, and this is important to point out, I think, uh, some pe- people are born with different combinations. So there can be a person who has a preponderance of ignorance just in their system, that their system is composed of. Um, so we're, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't think we can entirely leave behind the notion, or maybe we can. Actually, this is kind of why I wanted to talk to you. <laughs> um, can we leave behind our conditioning? Can we leave behind our karma? Because if, if we can't, I feel like we're still tied to a hereditary system. Yeah. See, in, in that situation, the present situation where you are, it is already based on the previous yes. mix of guna you have already worked on. But, but that's saying, yeah, I inherited this. But from this, this point on, from, from this point on, okay. from this point on, if you happen to meet a nice devotee, if you have a, uh, 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 if you meet a, some spiritual master or a spiritualist, he can guide you slowly, slowly, just like a doctor giving a different medicine to bring you up to your regular, normal, healthy life. Mm. Same way, this uh, spiritual master, based on your makeup of your guna, which you already have, he can change that by his own instruction. If you follow him, surrender him and follow his instructions, serve him, then that can be changed over the time, basically. But the problem there is, uh, is this, in my opinion. We're all confused and more or less lost. We don't know what's going on. Uh, how, if, if you're not in a, in a correct mental state to begin with, how could you possibly determine who would be a good spiritual master? Uh, how is, what is it but luck of the draw? Well, I think uh, to, to be to with a spiritual master, you may not be able to reach the correct one right away, but you have to have a, a attitude, humble attitude, uh, searching attitude, questioning attitude. Uh, on that way, and have a patience, uh, you have to go into the right place, you know, to get the right person, you know, it's just like, you know, when you want to have your doctor, you have to go to the right place to get a good doctor, you know, you can just can anybody. As Prabhupada used to say, if you want to buy a diamond, you cannot go to the person who sells tomato, you know, and say, tell me how to, how to buy a diamond, you know. Yeah. So in that, that's one thing. And then the second thing is, uh, 
uh, as I say, it's, it's a slowly, slowly a progress. And uh, uh, at the same time, you can read. If you have a propensity to read, mm. the materials are there. You can evaluate the material yourself, whether things are correct or not correct. Uh, so in case of the, even in case of the uh, 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 guide, you know, if somebody is a spiritual guide, you can, reading at the scripture, you can say whether that person is at level, what, how, what kind of good quality he has, what kind of his shortcomings, everything is there. Yeah, but you're, you're assuming a lot, you know, it seems like you have to be pretty clear-minded to even understand that a guru is a good idea. I mean, it, it, there's, it, you have to have a certain amount of culture and learning to even appreciate what a guru is. I, I think I kind of agree with you that right away person cannot think in terms of uh, spiritual master. But if he has a soft heart, hmm. serving attitude, humble, friendly behavior, and going at the right place, right spiritual place, like a Iskon society we have, and uh, if, if he can serve with them, intermingle with them, listen to them, you know, slowly, 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 all those qualities he start acquiring. Then later on, he'll be much more capable of evaluating or, you know, uh, looking for the spiritual master and all that thing. Because then Krishna himself automatically give you all the slowly, slowly, all the knowledge and all the misgiving you have before or misconception you have in your life before slowly, slowly just falls away, you know. Hmm. So it's not an immediate process, but it's a long process, you know. Yeah. But, but it can be done, you know. Yeah. I mean, we are not here to force everybody to just take a spiritual master right away. Uh, it is your own choosing, you know, and whenever you feel like, uh, you know. But there's uh, also a sort of a compatibility thing. So it, it can't be a completely dry process. It can't be like, well, let me, let me measure his qualifications, his qualifications. Okay, that's the best one. I mean, there has to be a certain rapport. Like you have to... You have to, it's almost yes. like yes. you have to recognize them almost like a family member. Yes. Like you have to recognize uh, I this think, person. I think in that situation, just like you and me. Yeah. We've been seeing each other how long, maybe a year or two now. Right? Uh, a little more, yeah. Uh, maybe a little more. Yeah. In the beginning, we were totally strange. But we know that we have a liking for each other. We mm -hmm. have the, so much qualities in the same direction. We are serving also Krishna in the same direction. Yeah. So same way. You can have the same kind of rapport with the, any spiritual master or any devotee association. That uh, right. it will meet your makeup, whatever mentality you have. You know all the gunas, whatever you. So finally, you will say, with my own gunas, I'm I'm able to serve Krishna. Or this is a person is basically the same as me, but he's serving Krishna. So I'll be able to serve Krishna too. Yeah. You know. So um, I came now. I had been away from the Hare Krishna movement for about 10 years. And I came back, I think it was, I want to say New Year's Eve 2014 that I returned. Yeah. Uh, and I had been away for, it had been 10 years about. And, and I was surprised uh, that it was still here and vibrant. I, for some reason I thought, you know, you think, if you forget about something, that it, it, must have dis it must have not exist anymore. Um, but I came back and I was surprised at sort of the, uh, the amount of people who were at the New Year's Eve celebration, the amount of enthusiasm. And it was a beautiful experience. So uh, that would have been when we met up or, or when I, when I, because you're, you're very regularly around. And so yeah. we, we run into each other and, and, yeah. and chat now and then. The, um, and since then, I've gotten into the sound thing. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Kirtan. Yes. Uh, we, we were talking a little bit about it before. Um, uh, we had a, uh, Gauravani did a lecture today on pop culture and Kirtan and sort of asked at the end a series of questions. And one of the questions was, are we doing enough to spread Kirtan into the culture? And I think the answer there is obviously no, be, simply because we could obviously doing, be doing it more and better. Uh, what do you think we could do to help make people aware of the power and the beauty of Kirtan? 
Well, as far as Kirtan is concerned, it is very effective way of uh, spreading Krishna consciousness. Uh, but at the same time, I think we want to be a, a priest of philosophy along with it slowly, you know, little bit by little, not heavily, but there are nice, nice uh, slokas in uh, uh, literature, sloks. You know. A sloka is yeah. a verse. Yeah, verses, yeah. yeah. So verses are there, uh, so they can inject in a kirtan those... Uh, uh, sort of philosophical uh, yeah, gems. Yeah, 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 or throughout all the way. Rather than, rather than borrowing those things from the all around the different uh, denomination and bring them in, Rather than you just take whatever you have in the scripture and all the recitation you have, you know, uh, that will be the more effective, you know. And uh, uh, I think, I mean, Kirtan is good, no doubt about it. But uh, sooner or later, we have to, we have to be on our feet with the philosophy. Mm. You know, if all the young boys uh, and girls, which are the future generation uh, for our uh, ISKCON movement, uh, I personally feel they should be fundamentally philosophically also sound. Uh, right. Not thousand times, not hundred percent, but some of them should be able to stand up, you know, and and uh, uh, give them a basic basic philosophy of the ISKCON, you know, same time, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, nutshell, you know. And I think since the Kirtan is spreading so much all over, is it? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's uh, worldwide now, you know. Uh, you can see on a YouTube everywhere, you know, and uh, uh, but at the same time, I wish that they should inject more, uh, uh, like as you said, uh, uh, some uh, uh, description from uh, you know from the Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, or all other previous acharyas and stuff like that, you know, uh, so people can know where all this kirtan, all the bhav, all the mood, all the surrender attitudes comes from, you know. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, what's the background behind it? You know, and uh, so that would be helpful. You know, uh, and I just say Kirtan is really, really, uh, I mean, very, very nice actually. You know, to to get the love of God. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it keeps everybody together, nice. You know, so uh, for philosophy, and this is this is obviously your sort of forte and your inclination uh where where do you where do you go where do you look okay i think i'll tell you i have read quite a bit of Prabhupada lectures yeah and Prabhupada has mentioned so many times so many different topics what iskan stands for mm-hmm. okay uh and, and, and i think you can even pull out thousands of sentences like that the iskan he says iskan is here to uh you know People take the people to from materialistic life to the spiritual life. You know that's the purpose of the iskan. Uh, they'll say purpose of the iskan is to uh, uh, make Krishna know. You know or devotional service to the Krishna. You know. Uh, you know. Hmm. Uh, there are so many sentences like that. You know. Uh, and I think we should we should follow that thing through. You know. And uh, that would be very very nice. You know. That nutshell it give you the philosophy basically. And purpose of ISKCON itself, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah I and every but, every lecture Prabhupada delivers, sometime in the beginning or at the end, he always stands. What's the purpose of ISKCON? His, you know, and whenever he gives any lecture, he says to make you aware of Krishna, make you aware of your own 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 position or own swarupa own activity, what kind of... So this is all related to Iskan, Iskan you know. And that's what the Prabhupada, uh, you know. Uh, so I think that's what we should do. Pull out all that thing and... Uh, that way we know what the Iskan stands for. It's not that you have to go and look something somewhere else, you know. It mm-hmm. is everything, everything there. Yeah. Um, how do you... Tell me how you deal with this and... and you know, you're obviously a highly educated, you're an engineer. Yes. So, uh, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, there seems to be, like, there's some stuff about astronomy that it seems to me that if we're, if we're going to land a rover on Mars, 
um, we're actually not going to use the information in the Srimad Bhagavatam. We're going to use NASA's numbers and figures. And so you have this sort of barrier to entrance because people are like, well, this is outdated information. It's from before we know what we know now. Um, and there is, uh, it seems to me, ISKCON as a society is pretty much fundamentalist. You know, it's like, these are the scriptures and they're all true. Every part of them is true. And this is, you know, there are Christians who are the same way, and, but they're, they're, they're sort of, it's a, it's, a, it's a problem in today's society uh, to be a fundamentalist. Well, see, on a material plane, what is written in a scripture and what is now? Uh, personally, I believe this material world is, Krishna says, is constantly changing temporary. Yes. Okay, I'm with okay. you. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it's just like uh, even if you somebody look at the Washington D.C. hundred years ago, and if somebody has something written up, which was true at that time, there is no question about that, yeah. right? But now, if you look at it, it's just totally different, right? So, on a material plane, I probably rather than arguing on a material plane like that, mm -hmm. I, 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 I would, I we have a lot more, lot more other good thing to do. You know, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I think sure. I will, I will go on that area rather than arguing about this. You know, mm. uh, when Krishna says "janma uh, mrityu," you know, that means uh, people, everybody get born and then get old and disease and die. That's a fundamental truth. You mm. know, and I rather like to preach on that basis. You mm. know, you know, and uh, uh, let the astronomer work their own way, whatever they want to, whatever even they are saying, they don't have full handle on them. And of course, they're no. landing on Mars right now because of current situation, what we have, we can say maybe they are correct, you know, because that's only information we have, you know. Sure. Maybe in another 10,000 years or something, who knows where we'll be the Mars, we don't know. You know, because everything is changing, you know, and, uh, you know, whole entire makeup can change too, you know. So, as far as that thing is concerned, I think I won't, won't argue about it. And uh, 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 as I said, astronomy, I mean, it's a good thing, but uh, we have a lot more other things to worry about personally. I mean, well, that's what I would. But, but sort of you want to do a quick scan. Like if, if you have a, a bit of scripture or a whole work of scripture and, and you want to just do a quick test of it like is this worth studying okay you, you want yeah, to know yes, so you're yeah. going to do a quick scan and be like well do i see does everything check out superficially before i go deep okay let, 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 let me give you another way when you when you verify the truth uh there are so many similarity similarity you have to check right so so let's say let, let's take a bhagavad, bhagavad gita hmm. There are thousands and millions of statements are made in there, right? And out of so many are is true, you know. Just like I quote you one, Janma Jara Vadi Muttu, you know. Yeah. The world is temporary, you know. Uh, is always changing, all kind of criteria. If those criteria are true, for example, that means whatever they say about the astronomy, it must be true. You have to accept it on that basis, you know. Mm -hmm. It may not be current situation, that may be different, you know, but if you have thousand points of similarity and there is a question of five more points, you're going to say it's all true, you know. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's how you look at the truth, you know, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's why there are some people who become so rigid because of that. They say if everything is true, you cannot separate that this is not untrue, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that um, it's almost like, yeah, my, my attitude there may be wrong because I'm looking at it thinking, well, where's the mistakes? And you tend to find whatever you're looking for, um, and so maybe that's the wrong attitude. And instead, uh, it's possible that learning this information can improve your life. And your spiritual yes. awareness. It's possible. 
but it has to be tested for sure. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise you're worse than a fundamentalist. You're, um, you're just taking a random stand to attack people <laughs> or, or defend or, you know, without any understanding. So, but we do have to test these things. And, um, I know I have gone to this subject m- maybe too many times over the podcast, but, um, there are some, in the seventh canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, we're presented with the perfect society and how to arrange it and how to, how to divide up the labor and the, yeah. and everything oh, like cool. that. And, well. and this is the, like at odds with the American system of government in so many ways, uh, from everything from voting to equal rights to, um, uh, money. <laughs> so I'm not sure like, so what, what I find is like, I, I hit that point of the Srimad Bhagavatam and I think, I don't think this is the perfect society. This Varnashram Dharma system. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't seem relevant to what we're going through now. And it doesn't seem like a solution to anything. I, so what are we doing here? Well, I think uh, when you say not relevant, I won't say it's not relevant. They are following the same system, you know, Varnashram system. Yeah. But they are... F- following faultily. It's a false system, you know. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's not a true Varnasaram system. Okay. But the Varnasaram system has to be there for the functioning of the society. Even modern, uh, you know, society, you have the uh, preachers, you have the police force, you have the mercantile people, you have labor force, everybody is there, you know, uh, whatever title they want to give, you know. Uh, so, uh, Varnasaram, as I say, Krishna, Krishna has created the a Varnasaram system, which is true, it exists for the all human society, or for all the time, you know, uh, especially in material world, you know, and uh, uh, so that's the way the, but if you follow that very closely, then it will be more peaceful society. Otherwise, it will be a capitalist system, or it could be a communist system, or it could be a dictatorial system, well, you know. Well, you started out with, with something that I, I, um, I want to uh, uh, disagree with you slightly on. You, you started out by saying that uh, the system is right. It's just not practiced correctly. Correctly, right. But we've heard the same thing about communism. We've heard the same thing about socialism. That the system is right. We're no. just not doing it right. No, they, but so But tyrants have used this argument have 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 made this same claim that the system is perfect but you're not doing it right but if the thing if the system is perfect it shouldn't be too hard to do it right well in any system like even a communist system or democratic system or or dictatorial system if they true follow the varnasam system the head has to be a a, a very knowledgeable head. Mm-hmm. He cannot be like a forceful person of this or that. Or he should be advisor by the by, by the Brahmins, you know. Then the system doesn't matter. You know, whether what you follow, it doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as you have the proper proper makeup. You know, like if you're a king, doesn't matter whether the president or whether a communist party chief or whether a dictator. But if he, if he just follows his own uh, rule of the Kshatriya, you know. Yeah. And, and if he follows to, to the point and if he gets advised by the advisory board, which are very, you know, learned people, spiritualist, you know, and, and then if he controls the other true group, which is uh, mercantile people and labor force, then that system will be... But you know, you know what what's, it, what's seems to be missing from this Varnashram description, we're, we're, we're given the final result. We're not giving the sort, we're not given the sorting process. So... If you've got a mixed-up society, what is the process of sorting people into the four uh, 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 castes? Like, so we we're just given a destination, but no information about how to get there. I know, but the thing is, the, the, I think the, I think I can see your point because uh, uh, what happens is when somebody bonds. Uh, there is no process to find out what kind of makeup he has and, and that he doesn't have opportunity to follow his own uh, dharma. Uh, dharma, okay? Yeah. And then what happened? He gets into the trap of the current system, which is 
based on maybe social structure or maybe your family structure, you know, yeah. wherever he bonds, uh, that's what he gets right away, you know. Yeah. And then he gets branded that way, you know. But uh, I guess uh, more, the ISKCON is the best and on that, and that respect, ISKCON is taking people from all over, all around the world. They've been given an opportunity according to their propensities, you know. I cannot say 100%, but there are majority people, they take their propensity based on whatever propensity they have, you know. Some people become preachers, some people become businessmen, yeah. some, you know, they, 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 they are following that way, you know. But in a general society, as you say, it's very hard to decipher everything and, uh, but again, you know, uh, more this kind of spreads around, then you can see uh, more, at least people have it, people will try to look at what the Varnasram system look like and uh, uh, where they fit in himself, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, you know, it's, as I say, whole system is uh, right now the way it is, is all forgotten, you know. Yeah. In India, up to this point, it was pretty good, you know, when I was a child. Mm -hmm. I know we always have a, a family Brahmin, he will always come and uh, he will always advise us every every day. I mean, every time comes, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's amazing, like... But he never worried about money himself, never. Really? He will never ask money to give me this money, no. Oh. He will say, hi, hello, everything, how is everybody doing? He will give you preaching here and there. So nice and peaceful man, you know, and he will do all our religious functions and all that thing, you know. It seems like a vast amount of Indian tradition has been suddenly destroyed in the past 40 years. Yeah, because of the lot of materialism, Western uh, influence over there, and uh, people have a short-sighted, everybody's for the sen sense enjoyment, material gain, material gain and sense enjoyment goes together. But people you know, think that's the only purpose but, of the life. But know? I think the Brahmins, um, the smart guys, they can't, you can't sort of be like, well, nobody's behaving properly, what are you going to do? The thing is, you have to like direct people knowingly or unknowingly into useful pursuits. You know what I mean? So there is a, an element of social engineering that would, that would be required for something like Varnashram Dharma to exist. Somebody would have to say, okay, I'm going to tell you what your job is. I'm going to tell you your role because without that, I don't think people are capable. Well, okay, you've mentioned that it's there's people spontaneously organize in this way yeah. that this is this is everywhere. But my 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 thinking is, or my understanding is that somehow this 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 can be purified. Actually, the beauty of Iskand is is so good that Prabhupada practically lift everybody about the Varnasam system, you know. Whosoever may be, whosoever has whatever talent he has, as long as he does this for Krishna, mm -hmm. yeah. he's fine, perfect. He doesn't have to be believing what, but, what Varnasam is. But that eliminates in. the whole yeah. Varnasam system. Yeah. So why did we but learn it in the first place? The people who do not believe in, uh, in serving Krishna or huh. believing in God, and when want to believe themselves, to organize them in a peaceful way and their own prosperity, that's where the Varnasam system comes in play. Hmm. That uh, uh, head is a Brahman, uh, hands are the, the Satriyas, bellies are Vaishya, and Legs feet are, are the Sudras, and they all work cooperatively together, and that's what happened even well, in modern life. you know, you say they work cooperatively together. We, we, I don't want to get into, at this point, the rights of Shudras and whether they can vote and use money. And, and I think um, that's certainly worthy of discussion. But there is not a... You know, I don't think anyone... If you were to say, if you were to go down to the temple when it's full and say, raise your hand if you're a Shudra, I don't think anyone will raise their hand. Well, for Sastric point of view, everybody born in uh, Kali Yuga, they are all Sudras. Oh. You know? And... Uh, uh, even if you are a Sudra, for example, if you work for Krishna, you know more Sudra. Yeah. You know, we have, in temple people sweep the floor, sweep the, uh, clean the kitchens, you know, or, or uh, cut the grass. Actually, on uh, normal level, they think like it's a, it's a Sudra's work, you mm -hmm. know, labor work. Mm -hmm. But when you do it for Krishna, there's, 
in Krishna service everything is equal. Like you are talking to me, you are yeah. recording it with all. But then, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a beauty. This is a really beauty of Iskand that it can cut through all the kind of social structures, you know, and they all directly connect with the Krishna. Yeah, and they forget their own material identity. Even though it's very hard, still we don't forget everything. Yeah, but more as much as we forget our own identity, that much we better we are as personally as a society. I have a sort of a, a, a difficult question for me. Hopefully, not difficult for you. Um, you know, I really sort of search and look, and I cannot find any evidence of the spiritual world. I can't find it, and either it's not there, or I'm not looking right. Now, I I want to say, I love the experience of being in the temple. I love the kirtan. I, I, you know, I, I, I like to hear the philosophy, the talks. This all appeals to me. But this doesn't change the fact that I am unable to access in any way uh, any other world than the one I live in. Well, first thing is, let me tell you, the, the joy you are getting uh, listening to kirtans and uh, associating with the devotee at that point, that itself is a uh, that is itself is a spiritual atmosphere. That's a spiritual world. That's the glimpse you are getting. Okay. Mm. Uh, now, since whether you have seen it or it's very, you cannot say that I have seen it. But but the thing is, uh, uh, when you told by the authority, you know, then you have to believe in their authority. You already have the glimpse that you have been. When you are in Kirtan, when you are serving Krishna, uh, you forget all the material attachment, uh, your heart is uh, in a different level, different place. It is not the same heart which is contaminated looking at the all the material objects and they are useful to you and all kind of stuff, you know. So right there is a, one is a spiritual, one is a material, right there, you know, it, 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 it is all. But yeah, you, yeah, I can see yeah, what you are saying. You yeah. can see right there, you know. but. Uh, uh, and, and then you have to believe in Krishna's world. Krishna says there is three-fourth world is a, a spiritual world, you know, and there is one-third, one-fourth is a material world, you know, which is where we are, all the rebellious souls, uh, which are blinded that they cannot see the spiritual world, but, you know, it's a process that they can slowly, slowly they can see. So I think we have to have a, a full trust in the authority, uh, that they are saying that even Krishna is saying that about his own world, uh, that uh, uh, how it, he described his spiritual that there is no need of sun sign or you know uh, and stuff like that self effulgent you know mm. while this material world is a blind world dark world you know uh, same thing with our mentality is also more self center you know false ego and kind of stuff uh, and so you know it's there you know. But it takes but time. But the spiritual world is yes, there. Yes, spiritual world is there. There is no doubt about that. It, well, it, why can't I? You know, it's the same. Why, why, why can't I access it in any way? Well, you are already well, you, accessing. You're it. saying I am accessing. You it. are already accessing it. You know, you know. Actually, uh, I mean, there are a couple of ways people look at it. Once you are in with Krishna, you are in spiritual world. Purpose of human being to be in a spiritual world is to be with Krishna. Whether whenever you are in with the Krishna, you are in spiritual world. Hmm. And when you are with a Krishna, whatever quality Krishna has, that's the quality you have. Well, the implication there is that the spiritual world isn't a place, it's a person. No. And wherever that person goes... No, spiritual world is the surrounding which Krishna has created around him. That's hmm. called spiritual world. Where we have a, a relation with him, we have the activity with him. You know. So, the spiritual world is what, the immediate vicinity of Krishna? Of course, yes. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, just even this this world is also his world, but he's letting you to use it for your own uh, whatever satisfaction you have. Yeah. But once you think about him, this itself will change around you. You know, I I also have problem. Forgive me for. Yes, no problem. Hare Krishna. Coming at you with all my questions, so, tough questions, and and I appreciate your fielding them. When you come to the temple, 
what is it you like to do and see? Well, when I come to the temple, uh, I like to see the, you know, Radha Madan Mohan, serve him whatever way I can, learn lecture, hear about him. Well, when you say serve him however you can. You know, I mean, some minister, today I was doing Arti, for example. Today you're doing yeah, Arti. Yeah, oh, I, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Yeah, you were a, is it, is it a Pujari? Is yes, that, I'm, I'm an initiated Brahminical initiation I have, you know. Uh-huh. So, so you, you're on the yeah, altar yeah, yeah, serving the deities. Yeah. So a uh, couple of people were out of town, so they requested me to perform the service. So yeah, I would say, yes, I will come. As soon as I have the opportunity, I will always serve. And it is a very important service for Krishna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was requested that I should come even early. So I made sure I came early. And uh, whatever service I have to do, I have, you know, finish everything ahead of time, get everything ready, you know. And uh, I had a nice arti. While I was doing arti, I had a nice realization, nice kirtan at the same time, you know. I mean, it was the best time for me, you know, and, mm. you know, it was good. And then afterward, I met you, you know. Yeah. When, when you're serving the deities, uh, you're on the altar, is, do you feel like, it's the deity that's receiving the service or that somehow this is enlivening the devotees who come into the temple or both? Well, actually, uh, Krishna is the boss and he is the one uh, receiving all the service. And uh, because he receives the service, he makes everything looks good. All the devotee receives back again from Krishna. Well, what I'm what what I'm getting at is sort of this the, these two separate things of the appreciation and involvement of the congregation and the deity itself, and these seem separable. So if you're if you're performing a service, where do you feel that your service is for? Is it for the deity or is it for all of the devotees who show up to appreciate? Well, basically, as I told you, main point is that Krishna is the boss. Yeah. And once you do it for Krishna, it automatically goes everywhere. You know. Mm. You know, I, uh, I, it's on a other level. It's nice to serve each other. You know, as a devotee, just like you know, uh, I always greet you nicely, being a nice devotee and you know, nice congregation member, because yeah. we all have a loving, a loving service for Krishna one way or the other. You know. Yeah. But ultimate, he is the boss. So uh, we serve him directly, then we get each other, you know, and then we serve each other, you know. Yeah. But because of his mercy, you know. If he wasn't here, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> right, right. So. And, and what is your favorite um, form of service? Is, well, it, the, is it the uh, reading? Uh, you, uh, like the, you like the philosophy a lot, right? Uh, yeah. I like the philosophy. I reading. I like a lot, lot of reading. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I am a kind of uh, floater. Basically, I will be, be very honest, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of floater, you know. Floater means uh, I, I like all the services, you know, but I'm not really, really, really tuned in in every services. So, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ha- you're sort of, uh, I'll take some of that and a little no, of that. No, 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 no. As far as the services go. Yeah, I, I, but some people have their own choice, you know, say, yeah. this is the service Well, I mine like. is, I mean, my service here is very specific. Right, you know, right, it's like, right, it's right. the sound. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. But you're sort of... Yeah, right. But if you, if, you, if you come to me tomorrow and say, Anandas, I'm going to be out of town, uh, can you handle the sound system? If I, I would say probably I will help you out and I'll handle the sound system. Mm. I may not be as great as you are. Well, I, but, no, you know, a... but, you know, I would probably. I'll ask you a question how to handle it, you know, and yeah. probably I'll carry on. So. And and how was how was 2017 for you? Well, overall it's pretty good, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I've been happy. And uh, uh, as I said, uh, health is getting a little weaker now, you know, mm. knee pain and stuff like that. But uh, it has always been a pleasure and joy in a life that uh, Krishna brought me into Washington, D.C. from Tulsa, Oklahoma. It has been 30 years here. Mm. And uh, in this community, yeah. Right so wait, 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 wait. Thirty years of thirty-three of, years at this temple. Yeah, thirty-three years. 
I've been wow. here. And uh, I have I have opportunity to provide service to a lot of devotees, a lot of sannyasis. I mean, I've been lucky, you know, to have association with mm. uh, all kind of people, you know, and uh, you know, and uh, I never been, you know, with anybody's fight at all, you know. Right. Just you know, and I was lucky that I have nice family members sure. who are also congregation member, you know. Yeah. And uh, they all been supporting me for last. You know, we all come here. That's a nice thing. You know, I'm I'm not totally comfortable um, sharing my experiences here with my father. Uh, he's he is Roman Catholic, and uh, that's not going to change. Uh, and I don't I don't want to upset him. Yeah. And it's not that. Yeah. It's not that. Uh, it's not that I don't want him to be upset with me. It's that I want him to be very comfortable with his Roman Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that. Like that's a part of his his being that I don't feel like needs to be fixed or interfered with. Um, but the consequence is, this place is just something we don't talk about, and 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 other family members too. Like they're not they they're not Hare Krishnas. It's a it's a pretty. I think from the outside, it's. It's kind of an extreme choice, you know. It's yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah. it's very yeah, different. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the the reason I bring this up is just because you know I can appreciate how fortunate you are yes. to have your family involved and not and to be in this endeavor together. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like I can go to my anyone in my family and say, you know, what do you do when you have problems with your japa. <laughs> you know, like, it's just not going to, they're not going to, there's, there's going to be no comprehension. Yeah. Um, but, but in a situation like that, I think, uh, like Prabhupada says, you, if you go to the, your daddy, you have to be the best son you can possibly behave mm-hmm. good, you know, and serve him very nicely, you know, as a, yeah. as a good devotee, you should serve him too, you know, as he's, you know, so, right. uh, 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 same thing with any other family member, be nice as much as you. Then slowly, slowly they might understand. Well, what's then? Might they might listen a little bit, you know? I slowly it takes time, you know. But then they yeah. can listen to you, uh, and they can try to find out what's what's going on with you, you know. But uh, I don't think you want to uh, write off bad talent. Say, oh, uh, this is this is the way to go, and that is not the way to go, you know. Oh no, just, no, 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 no. So no. just serve him nicely as humanly possible, yeah. social way, you know, yeah. carrying on social activity. But at the same time. Whatever path you are in, it's just, you know, you have to do your path correctly as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you referred to something earlier, and I've heard glancing references to this, uh, and that is the softening of the heart that seems to go along with bhakti yoga. Yes. And, I, you know, to say a softening of the heart this is one of those things that doesn't make any sense until you've experienced it. Yes. Until then, it's just like, huh? what, right. what do you mean softening of the heart? Right. You know, was this some sort of new age right. double speak for right. something else? Um, but it, there is something that seems to happen of probably is best described as softening right. of the heart. Right. But could you explain that a little bit? Well, in a, in a concrete term, I can tell you, softening of the heart is... In regular way of materialistic life, you are for me, 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 my, 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 you know. Uh, uh, and uh, you will be acquiring as much as you can for your own effort and all that thing. But when your heart gets softened up, then you will come to the realization that all that what you got is not really your effort, you know. It is somebody gave you the effort to acquire that thing. Mm-hmm. So you will be softened up to somebody uh, Looking for some help, it's okay. If somebody say, I don't have food, I don't have clothes, I don't have shelter or this, you will be softened. At least, even if you don't help it, your your heart will become uh, very merciful. You will feel the pain of the other guy. Hmm. The next step will be you will act on his pain. Try to mitigate that thing. That's further softening. And then, uh, further softening it goes up, you will give him the right attitude, right way to be just like where you are. Well, you know? to so that's what happens, you know. Uh, it's the same thing like, uh, let's say, donation-wise. If somebody, somebody, you know, asks for a donation, you know, 
you know, uh, then uh, in the beginning, Pauline may not say, no, sorry, I don't have money now. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you will say, okay, I'll give you $10, $15, $20. Then as you go more and more, you know, you know when your heart is soft enough, he says, I got so much money, what I'm going to do, you know, or, you know. I mean, it's, he has given me, let me give it out, you know. Same thing with the strength. If you have a strength, then you will put it in a Krishna service, helping somebody, lifting a bag, yeah. giving him a hand, you know. So slowly, slowly, your heart will become so soft in every direction, you know. Yeah. You know, if, if you see somebody struggling with the Lord, you will give him a hand. If somebody, 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 you know, uh, need a ride, you say, okay, jump in, you know. I mean, it, it, you, know yeah. you know that nothing is in your control. And, you know, I think, I can only really speak for myself, but I, I assume that I'm not the only person with this experience of coming to a, a spiritual group and uh, holding back, but being very judgmental. And, and I think it's sort of, there's a self-preservation there. I think you, you should, yeah. whenever you, you sort of go into a new experience, you want to be sort of assess, like, who are these people? What are they doing? Uh, is this valid? Uh, what's going on here? And then you sort of get to know everybody and you, you sort of, you put them in hierarchies, you know, like, you know, this person's this one, this person tends to lead me astray. This person is uh, good for this kind of advice. But at a further point, you just really, and, and I think this is part of the heart softening where you just appreciate that everybody's trying. Yeah. See, you know? see yeah, that's, that's called further softening. It's a softening like in the beginning you try to see a, a, drawback and uh, good points yeah but then later on as you become your heart softened you just go away from their uh, you know uh, adverse quality but you just only pick on their good quality and right. when you converse on that person with a good quality both of you are winner yeah both of you are happiness and i think there's a relief yeah on the part of yeah. the observer but there's also the person who might previously have been judged, yeah. I think there's a great relief for them that they're not being judged. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know? yeah, actually you will be even a friend with each other. Say, so and so time I was thinking about you, I was mm. wrong. You know, I mean, mm. your heart will clearly tell him, so let me tell him Prabhu, whatever you did before, I wasn't really in a right frame of mind, you know, mm. and uh, please forgive me or something, you know. But, you mm. know, and slowly, slowly you start then everything, every everybody around looks you good. Nobody looks you bad because you don't look at for that. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a it's a it's a strange transformation. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, but so, it, it seems to be enough. People have mentioned it that it seems to be part of the bhakti yoga thing. Just something that yeah. tends to happen. Right, right. Um, yeah, just sort of a general acceptance and appreciation. Yeah. Of other people who are trying to do what you're doing. Well, the thing, as I said, uh, Prabhupada gives us example of iron rod. Yeah. Iron rod is almost equal to a materialistic man, materialistic attitude, you know. But when slowly, slowly he gets into the spiritual, uh, uh, you know, atmosphere, uh, then slowly, slowly he gets heated up, heated up, you know. And the, the hard iron rod becomes a fiery, fire you know mm -hmm. so we all have we are on the path of getting fiery fire you know slowly slowly but yeah. as much as you get your heart gets softened up slowly 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 yeah you know. so so um what is what does 2018 look like for you well 2018 uh, i think uh, i'll probably i'll probably read more uh -huh. i think i'm th going to Increase my service here. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, also, maybe I'll try to help in uh, building. If I have whatever opportunity I get, probably I'll try to help in building temple. You know, and, and uh, you know, I mean, as you go and uh, just do my regular nice japa, you know, and uh, service, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. So what is your plan 2018 look like? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, um, do you know Murley? He um, built prototype number three of the Kirtan table, which is a 
a table that microphone arms go into, and it's designed to record and broadcast kirtans. So it's a it's it's an it's kind of an invention. So mm-hmm. I put it together. It's been I, we've been through two prototypes. Merle showed up today with number three, which I'm very excited about. I'm going to paint it, and uh, we're the first the maiden voyage of the of this thing is uh, going to be New Year's Eve. Uh, so as it turns into 2018. What I would love, now I don't know if this is going to happen, but this is what, this is what I would like for 2018, and, and I think that we may get there, hopefully, is to gather every week, I'm not sure exactly when, uh, but uh, we may do it Sunday afternoons after lunch, have a nice big kirtan in the temple, record it, and share it on SoundCloud, and every week have a nice new recording. and. And I would like these kirtans to be led by people who are learning how to do kirtans. Very, no, very good idea. Nothing against our established, you know, beautiful kirtaneers here. But I want young people who don't have any experience with this to, to be in a situation where they're supported, they're recorded and encouraged because I feel like it's time to attend to the next generation of kirtaneers. And so what I'd like to do is one kirtan a week here in the temple room, uh, recorded, shared via SoundCloud, uh, building up the kirtan culture of, of, of well, the Very community. good idea. In fact, I have a couple of grandchildren who are learning. Oh, good. So they will get opportunity. Okay, good. I'll be excited to hear them, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure New Year Eve I'll be here, you know. Yeah. And uh, it will be great. It's... Uh, we really, I personally really appreciate your service and sincerity. Oh, thank you. Thank you for giving me opportunity to talk to you. Yes. Please yes. forgive me if I have misspoken or anything. No, not at all. I'm not the learned person. I'm just a learning person. Well, so. if you're not a learned person, I don't know what that makes me. <laughs> as long as we do for some, something for Krishna, that's, that's all it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you very much thank for you. speaking with yes. me. Uh, and, and you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. And, and thank you for listening. And uh, uh, happy 2017. Thank you to everyone I have interviewed. I've really, it's been so valuable to me to talk to each of you. And uh, really looking forward to uh, 2018. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Anand Das, for your time and your company. Thanks to Rico Hayes for the theme music and to Miriam Lansky for discussions about how to approach the subject matter of the podcast. Thank you also to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland for making this podcast possible. I'm Michael Scherer, and you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. See you next year. Mm-hmm.